planning a Disney World vacation is more complicated than it's ever been. For us, being as busy as we are between the podcast and the kids and everything else we have going on, it's been a lifesaver having zip travel to be able to rely on and they are the travel agency that we use uh personally and we recommend to all our listeners that they should use as well so when it comes to booking your vacation your hotel your tickets uh dining reservations that they have gotten us numerous ones at places like ogas and topolinos and and california grill all the hard to get ones uh, they have come through and they've been a great asset and just make our lives 10 times easier plus it has saved us money and just stress. Not only do we use Zip all the time personally ourselves, we actually have a dedicated team of Zip travel agents that work directly with Capture the Magic listeners. So you you will, you will either get Lauren or Kindle and they are both fantastic and we use them all the time to plan our trips again. So if you had to travel with zip.com and there's a quick form there you can fill out whatever details you know about your trip, put them in that form, and either Lauren or Kendall will get in touch with you, and they will basically help you plan a great trip. And again, this costs nothing to you. This is uh, completely free. And um, also, if you book at least a three-night package through that link, uh, we will throw in some goodies as well. So we give you a free t-shirt. You will get $10 in shop credit, and Zip will leave a gift for you at your hotel. So uh, it's kind of a no-brainer situation. You save money, doesn't cost you anything, and makes your life 10 times easier. So again, go to travelwithzip.com and use the travel agency that we use and we recommend everybody. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I'm joined, as usual, by my lovely wife, Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how are you doing? I'm good, Jared. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I was reminded of, of I guess this is called a core memory that was unlocked during our live stream, because we we chat with Club 32 before we start recording here. And uh, you remember how great, and I have a theory on this, how great Pizza Hut was in the 90s? Yeah, I do. I honestly have a theory that Pizza Hut having achieved the pinnacle of what was pizza. Like, pizza had it figured out in the 90s. And then somebody <laughs> came in. I don't know who this person was. And they were just like, you know, we need to change this. And then everything went downhill from there. I think we blame all the ills of society on Pizza Hut changing. That's my theory. I mean, it was a, a huge, huge thing in the 90s for 90s kids. Like, going to Pizza Hut after, like, a baseball game or just want to hang out on a Friday Dude, night. Pizza Hut Pizza was Hut. anything, any significant milestone in your life, you went to Pizza Hut. Yeah. I only tried in school for a period of time because I got a personal pan pizza when I went. <laughs> They're like, hey, if you get A's, you get to go to pizza and get a pizza. And I'm like, okay. For that book it program. Yeah. And then they were yep. like, we're not doing it anymore. And I'm like, well, school's out the window. I don't even care now. It's a great incentive, <laughs> that pizza, for sure. Getting married, Pizza Hut. Absolutely. And we were talking also about the Red Cups. Remember the Red Cups I that do they remember served the you cup. with? A uh, little fun fact here. My uncle used to manage a Pizza Hut, and we had a bunch of Red Cups, and I was pretty cool because of it. Oh, dang. I didn't know that. That's pretty my cool. Un- my uncle Ronnie used to manage one for a little bit. No way. He did. Oh, that's cool. We had tons of Red Cups. 
Well, where are they now? Because they're, I feel... My, I can only assume they're in a museum somewhere. <laughs> uh, somebody took them and they were like, wow, red cups. Put them in there. <laughs> I will say to this day, and it could be nostalgia, but the best pizza that I've ever had was pizza that had a barbecue chicken pizza that was amazing. Okay. And I want... Surely, if I go to Pizza at headquarters, I'm like, do you guys have all your old pizza recipes? Surely they have them in the back in like a dusty cellar. They probably do. I just want that recipe. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll get on that for and you. And I would like Pizza Hut just to go back to what they used to be. That's what I'd like. I, In fact, so. I'm okay with doing, you know, like how Infinity War turned in or, uh, or Endgame was like a heist, like a time heist movie. Mm-hmm. We do a time heist and we convince Pizza Hut not to change. Okay. Through a series of events. So it's like Back to the Future. Kind yeah. Of. Like we go back. Okay, like cool. the whole premise. I mean, if you want to do Back to the Future, I'm totally in on that. Yeah. Like, you totally. come like, we got to go back. Why? Pizza Hut changed. And then we just go. <laughs> and we come back and everything's fine. That's my guess. But anyways, <laughs> that was what we were talking about. It has nothing to do with Disney World at all. But uh, I, I It was just, a nice uh, jo- uh, jolt. That's not a, a word. Jolt. Um, a jolt. Uh, jaunt. Jaunt. Thank you. Down <laughs> memory lane. Couldn't think of the word jaunt well, i think somebody said it was a core memory and i'm like i yeah that is like mm-hmm. now I, I can smell the nostalgia i can literally in my mind i'm like wow i remember that, that pizza yeah how many children learn to read because of that that whole program thank you pizza hut well we'll get to our news we got some disney news we'll talk about so we'll get yeah. to that first uh the first bit of news that we have is uh harmonious live was broadcast on tuesday uh, did you watch it, by the way? I did not get a chance to watch it. I Actually, I watched, I, I po- caught a part of it because you were watching it. Yes. But I was doing some other things at, at the moment, at the time. So I, I kind of, I was going into it not really knowing what to expect. Like I knew it was going to be like performed live, like the, like the orchestra and everything was performed. But like, I didn't realize how much of a like group effort it was. Like I didn't realize there were going to be so many performers and thought it was going to be just like one guy. No, no. I just didn't know if it was just going to be like one orchestra set and like oh. everything was also pre-recorded. But no, it was like it was hosted by Adina Menzel. Uh, Auli Carvalho was the um, from Moana. She was she was there, too. And the uh, performers for the music of Harmonious. It was amazing. Like I, I want I want Harmonious to be played live. I want orchestra live every single time I go watch it now. No, it's not possible, but man, if it was. I mean, it is. Great. It technically is possible, but. I mean, like, it was, like, kind of emotional. Just It was emotional? A little bit, yeah, because you got to watch them sing as the fireworks are going on behind them in the, the show. It was it was amazing. And the violinists, they were into it. They were good. They were, I mean, they were just, you know, all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> you guys that aren't watching right <laughs> now, you are missing out. I on am some, dancing. You, I don't. What was? Was, I'm, that, was is, that a violin? I don't even know. I used to play viola, so I don't know what. I don't I'm know doing what here. that is, but viola is like a bigger, like lower version of like a violin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did they have per chance a recorder section? Because that's what I. Play. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't think I'm so. I'm doubting they had recorders. Anyway, it was great. It's on Disney Plus. If you missed the live, you can go watch it. Um, so, you, so you give like it two thumbs up. Oh, two thumbs up oh, for sure. It was it was great. Okay. I want it. I want it again. Again. Well, the good news for you is it is on Disney Plus, and you can check it out all the time. And I will. Okay. Well, there we go. Maybe I'll check it out as well and, and see if I give it the rave reviews. Okay. That you did. Uh, All right, the next uh, news story we have is that lots of characters are returning around Walt Disney World Resort. 
Yes. So Disney announced today, Wednesday, that Mirabelle will be appearing in the Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade starting June 26th. Hey, it only took them like... <laughs> when did that movie come out? So um, I was said Bruno. It's not Bruno. Encanto came out in like December. Okay. And yeah. Disneyland has had Mirabelle and, and other characters like in the park, but it's... Kind of in a slow roll here in Disney World. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Uh, Minnie Mouse will join Mickey at Town Square Theater starting July 6th. Um, Chip and Dale's Campfire Sing-Along at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort returns July 6th as well. Uh, Peter Pan and Snow White will start meeting guests again July 10th. Star Wars Launch Bay reopens July 17th. You can meet Chewbacca, BB-8, and Darth Vader, which that one is still a surprise for me because I thought launch bay was like defunct that is one i'm 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 yeah it's weird it's curious right? about because i just they haven't had that thing open like ever since galaxy's edge has been open that has right. not been open but now it is all of a sudden i know um star wars launch bay let's see uh more characters will start meeting again in the coming months including aladdin jasmine merida Pooh, tigger the great goofini in magic kingdom uh, let's see Toy Story characters at Hollywood Studios and Donald Duck and his friends over at Dino Land in Animal Kingdom. So lots of good things coming in the, in the next couple weeks and months. Um, I am excited to see Minnie Mouse join Mickey in their 50th anniversary iridescent dress. You know, I love them together. I do miss him being able to talk. I will, I will say that, but I love them as a group together. Because remember, like, he had that, like, the celebration outfit, like the birthday celebration? I remember. Do you remember that I outfit? Do. I, mm -hmm. I like that one, too. Um, yeah, so that's coming the next couple weeks, months. So if you're going to be at Disney, then take advantage. Go meet some characters. Shake their hands. Shake their hands. Um, still no word on Ocker Shoes, like the character dining coming back. Uh, 1900 Park Fair, still no word on that. Ohana Breakfast, still, still no word on that. Um, and then oh, there's a couple other meet and greets around like, oh, yeah, Trattoria, El Forno, still yeah. no there's a word on that. But, yeah, so we're just kind of patiently waiting for the rest to kind of slowly trickle in. But. I mean, it's kind of crazy to think, and we were talking about this earlier today, it's like it's, it's crazy to think we're halfway through 2022 and there's still stuff that's not reopened from, like, the shutdown. Yeah. It's kind of like crazy. A slow roll. Yep. Yeah. It's all good, but it eventually it'll all open up eventually. So. One would think and hope when we shall see. Yes. We shall see. So, uh, all right. The next uh, news story we have is the halfway to the holidays celebration is happening this mm -hmm. week, and this is when we expect things like the Christmas parties to be announced. Yes. Uh, things like that. So, uh, yeah, that's the main thing, basically. So June, uh, June 23rd, which is Thursday, which is tomorrow or today, if you're listening on the day this is released, um, they're supposed to be announcing that, uh, hopefully that the Christmas party, Mickey's very Merry Christmas party is returning. Um, they said they're going to announce some other like sneak peeks and stuff, but they didn't say that specifically, but that's the hope since the Halloween party's back, the Christmas party should be back too. I don't know. But this whole halfway to Christmas thing is 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 funny just because it's like I remember they did it last year, but they haven't done it before, I don't think. Not like this. Yeah. Um but you can also they're gonna have a few special festive treats and drinks around the resort and you can actually find the gold Christmas tree popcorn bucket 
at Disney Springs for a couple days. Um, and then also on Thursday, today, if you're listening to this, uh, there's a Twitter Santa Claus watch party, like the Santa Claus. So you can watch it all together on Disney Plus and talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I know Christmas in July has become kind of a thing, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. I there think this year as well, I think there's going to be a Santa Claus show with Tim Allen on Disney Plus this year. I think I read that the other day. Uh, yes. I believe so. Yeah. But anyway, so that's that's what's going on uh, with the halfway to holiday celebration. All righty. Well, we will check it out tomorrow or today if you're listening to this. Exactly. On the day this is released. So. Yep. Uh, all right, the next story we have is patriotic food and drinks are coming to Disney World for the 4th of July. Yes, so there's quite a few. Um, we're not going to go through all of them, but I just want to note a few standouts that I saw on the uh, Disney Parks blog article. Uh, there's a red velvet cookie ice cream sandwich at the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor. Red velvet cookie sandwich, Jared. That does sound really good. <laughs> that is your thing. That is my uh, thing. Fourth of July, Liege Waffle at Connections Cafe. So that Liege Waffle that we tried, or I tried at Connections with the whipped cream. Mm-hmm. And the, okay. So it's it's kind of like that, but there's no whipped cream. Which So they made it worse? I mean, like, bring the whipped cream, guys. I love it. Um, Shouldn't the whipped cream be like the white and the red, white, and blue? You would, that would be a great idea, yes. Um, red, white, and blue cake pops at Sunshine Seasons. I included that for our daughter because she's obsessed with cake pops. Um, there's a Stars and Stripes um, drink. It's Bacardi raspberry rum blended with flavors of coconut, pineapple, and raspberry puree. Um, let's see, there's multiple bars and lounges at the resort, so it's everywhere. There's a 4th of July fruit tart at Contempo Cafe, which looks cool. 4th of July firecracker at uh, Le Petit Cafe that's at Riviera and it looks like an actual firecracker log. Oh, nice. It's like yeah. a moose thing. And then um, most of these are available from July 1st to July 4th so it's just a couple days but there are a few of these on the list that will be there for you know maybe a month maybe a couple weeks. Hopefully the red so. velvet cookie ice cream sandwich will be there for a while. I mean you hope so. You but do part, like red velvet. Well, well, the only thing about Part of makes what a red velvet cake so good is also the frosting. It's an ice. It's ice cream, not frosting. Right? I know. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Like feel like. Well, then it would be like a whoopie pie. Right. Yeah. I mean, I get what they're doing, and I appreciate the effort, but I'm just saying, part <laughs> of the red velvet allure is the icing that goes with it. But we'll <laughs> yes. see. I'll, I will try that sometime. Hopefully, they still have it. So. Yeah. Uh, all right, the uh, next story we have is new DVC rooms are open at the G- Grand Floridian Resort Studios. They're called, yeah, they're called Resort Studios. And what Grand Floridian did is they took a regular non-DVC ro- uh, building and made it DVC. So the Big Pine building, that's like, I guess it's when you first walk out of the Grand Floridian lobby. It's like the first building that you see right across from you. Um, they renovated that into a DVC building and changed all the rooms into resort studios and what this means is that there are two queen beds in lieu of a queen bed and like a pull-out couch or like a murphy bed Mm -hmm. you know so a lot of people are like really excited about that uh but there's no kitchenette area so there's no microwave or toaster um or like extra sink set up so you lose that with these new DVC studios, but the decor is very nice. Um, 
it's all like there's like it's like light blues and white and it looks it looks much better looks like like spruced up um I have never st- we've never stayed at Grand Floridian so the actual rooms like actually being in the rooms I have never been in one before um but I'm I would be excited to stay at these just because they're very pretty um and you can see Right here, Jared, if you want to look like I have the workforce. Yeah, I'm looking. You, oh, you're looking. I'm okay. looking right at it. Okay, great. Um, but, I mean, they look very nice. And you can – there's, like, standard views. There's lake views. I mean, it's like a – it's just a – it's really nice. Like, lots of greens and light blues and pinks and white. And, um, yeah, I mean, we'll put these pictures in the show notes if you guys want to take a look. But, yeah, they look really nice. Oh, yeah, the couch in the in, – um, the sitting area is it, it folds down into a fifth sleeper, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, not much more to say about that. Just that they are available now, so you can stay there if you if you send it. But they still have the standard studios, like the deluxe studios for DVC, and these are resort studios, and they're a different category. I think they're the same amount of points, but it's just a different category. Okay, it's just interesting. Yeah, they look they do look good. Yeah, I like them. So, anyway. Just wanted to mention that and that they are available to book now. Well, there we go. The only thing about those I will say is they, the lack of kitchenette area in those is a bit uh, – that's one thing I like about the DVC rooms is that. Yeah. So that not having it in there is a little bit of a – I know. A little meh, but – It's all right. I mean, it's what it is. Now, you can request a microwave and a, a toaster. If they have one available, they will just put it in your room. Yeah. Uh, but you just miss that extra sink and right. that extra spa- uh, space. I mean, so. it's not a deal breaker. It's just, yeah, it's just uh, something that if you're used to a DVC room, it's something that you would come to, uh, yeah. to expect. But having the two queen beds is very, very appealing. It's kind of like uh, Old Key West. They have two queens in lieu of like a pullout or a Murphy. Yeah. You know, and they're mm-hmm. like the only other ones to do that. So this just kind of falls within that. Yeah. But anyway, so that's all I wanted to say about that. All right, uh, and the last one we have is uh, just talking about. So there was the uh, the Lightyear movie that was released. Um, it yeah, didn't do so well, uh, at least in terms of some of the expectations. Um, yeah, and there's not a lot to to say on this other than it was over the weekend on the release weekend. It I think it brought in about fifty one million dollars domestically, and the thing. About which I didn't realize it was that expensive, but Lightyear cost apparently like two hundred million dollars to make. So it definitely seems like this is. Um, pro- I would be surprised at this point if it makes its money back. Um, yeah, which is definitely not good for for Pixar. And there's a, the reason I even bring this up is there's a lot of uh, I've been reading around a lot of internal discussion. Like this is a a big issue. Like Pixar maybe go undergoing some uh, changes following this. Oh, really? Uh, Well, and we've had discussions before about a lot of the animation talent and things around Disney have been leaving. Um, Oh, mm -hmm. John Lasseter has been kind of poaching some of the top talent from Disney animation in general. And, you know, if you look around Pixar, the people that made Pixar what it into the name it is now are no longer there. Like a lot of the higher ups. Yes. So, and and I think like if all the people are asking like why this flopped and I guess you would just call it a flop. And I have, we haven't seen it. When I mean, we don't get the movies much, so I can't speak to the movie itself. But I can only thing I can say is, I don't think it's one single thing. I think in this movie particularly as well, I think there was confusion because 
the concept I think made some people a little confused of it. Oh, like it's, yeah. it's light year. So it's based off like obviously it's from Toy Story, but this is the story that is about the character that in which inspired the toy. And it's like, okay, but then you don't have, I think not having Tim Allen voice it was very confusing for people. Yo, you think so? I do because you think of Buzz Lightyear, you think of Tim Allen. And I think for yeah. Matt, I mean, if you just think of like general audiences, I think for, I think for a lot of people that just didn't really get the concept behind it. And, and I think that was a part of it out of the stumbling block for that. And just, there's a lot of things that go into, I don't think it's any one thing. I think there's some people too that, you know, for lately, some of the stuff that's been coming out of Disney, maybe they just decided to just set this out and yeah. not do it. You got Top Gun doing really well as, you know, maybe part of it's that. And, the, and they were also up against Jurassic Park which people love their dinosaurs attacking things. So it could be that. So either way, it's definitely not um, the opening weekend that they wanted. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm curious to see going forward, how, you know, if Pixar is going to end up going through some changes here. Cause this is, I mean, $200 million to make a movie is a lot. Yeah. Um, and that's something where, I mean, there were people saying this is the biggest, uh, I guess you would again call it a flop since uh, cars three. Is oh, what, wow. And that, that what they were saying. So the last few Pixar ones, and they've kind of been shielded by, they were shielded by COVID for a bit. So you had Onward, which was a straight to Disney Plus release. So that one was kind of, and that came out during COVID. Mm-hmm. So that one's kind of hard to say anything. Uh, Turning Red was a straight to Disney Plus thing as well. So a lot of these were under the guise of COVID where it's hard to really know how well they were accepted because we don't know the Disney Plus number. So this is kind of the first one that's been released in years that, you know, see how it does at the box office and so far hasn't, you know, done as well. So just an interesting thing to to look at and, and kind of, you know, looking at Pixar, maybe some things are changing there, but we will have to see. But uh, anything else you want to add about that or any other stories? Nope. That's it for the news. Okay. That's the news. So we do have a poll time. Poll time. So poll time this week, I asked the members of the Capture the Magic community Facebook group, do you ever stay in an off-property hotel during your Disney World vacation? No. And unsurprisingly, 70% said, no way. I only want to stay in the Disney bubble. I'm not shocked by this. Uh, 22% said, sometimes I like staying on property, but staying off property is good too. And about 8% said, yes, I always stay off property. So some of the reasons that people were giving to stay on property every time, a big one was transportation. So a lot of people that do come on their Disney World vacations don't have cars. They don't rent a car. They don't, right. they don't do that. And so getting between the, the different theme parks and the resorts and all that stuff is a lot easier staying on property when you don't have a car. Like, you know, the off-property hotels do have, like, the shuttles, and they do have scheduled but transportation, but they're are, not very reliable. Yeah, I was going to say, usually they, a lot of those hotels will offer a shuttle just to say yeah. they do, but it's not like it's very convenient to use. Right. And while off-property uh, uh, hotels and Airbnbs and everything can be cost-efficient, a lot of, at least a lot of people in the Facebook group would just opt to spend more for more convenient convenient solution to that like not having to deal with the transportation and being closer to the parks and they want to stay in the bubble the whole time fair enough you know (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so i mean we do both we stay on property stay off property and there are pros and cons to both obviously um but i mean this is great that there is literally something for everyone 
Yeah, and know? I think when you look at that too, obviously our group, our Facebook group, Caption Magic Facebook community, yes. you should go join there. Um, <laughs> I, I think a lot of that is also those people in that group are you know into going to Disney quite a bit. Sure. I would be curious to see like a lot of first timers or people that don't go a lot. I think that crowd probably stays off property more. Um, and they, you know, maybe, it, well, and it's just one of those, and like with Uber and things like that, you can do stuff, but I mean, the off property hotels definitely have a lot of interest. Uh, it just depending on the crowds in which they are, but yeah. Well, I can tell you right now, there's a lot more off property solution, like options than there is on. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, uh, for our, like you said, our group is kind of a little, like a little Disney, like lots of Disney people. Mm-hmm. So they're probably going to stay on property more than not. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, yeah, there's a lot more options outside of the Disney bubble. So, you know, well, it's going to skew I, that way. And I, th- I would be curious too. I would love to know the numbers of people looking maybe off property after, you know, given they used to be able to just have the Magical Express. It would take you, if you stayed on property, it took you to your resort Mm-hmm. To and from the the airport, you don't have to worry about anything. Whereas right. now you have to arrange transportation both ways. So I'd be curious if there's more people now that since they're having to go through that hassle, maybe they just stay off property. Maybe they rent a car. Maybe they're not, whatever it is. I'd be curious to see if more people look off property since that change. I don't know. I mean, it's I don't. We obviously don't have those numbers, but right. But anyway, so thank you everybody for participating in the poll this week. We will have a new one next week. Yes. So, well, before we get to our residence in review. <laughs> okay. See what I did there? Yes. Uh, we do want to mention we have a, a new sponsor, a new uh, partnership on the show. And uh, we're very excited about it. And Jamie can talk more about its usage because she used it more. But we are... Uh, I still use it, actually. You are. So it's become... <laughs> well, we'll talk about it in a minute. But this is uh, our, our new sponsor here is Designer Park Company, who makes... They make backpacks designed specifically for use in theme parks, specifically more Disney World Universal Studios, but they can be used really anywhere. So these are backpacks, and they're really cool. So first off, I will say, and and Jamie can speak more of it, like they're very comfortable. They're more, they're spacious. So you think of it in terms of like almost like a lounge fly, but a little bit bigger. It's kind of a a way to look at it. uh Um, They also have where you can put your mouse ears on it. Mm-hmm. It's got a master holder. It also has some pins to where you can put, uh, you know, your pin collection on your bag as well. You can kind of personalize it that way. They're like pinholes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they even have inside of it, there's a, a system. So you can put your water in the bag and you can have, a, it's a, it's one of those camelback type things. You can have it hooked up where you can just drink water straight from your backpack. Yeah. You keep it in that way. So cool. it's got a cool thing and it's become your everyday bag now. Yes, I had a diaper bag and I was like, this is th- this thing is too big, but the launch fly is too small. So with the kids, like it, it gives me just enough room to put all my stuff in it. So like it's perfect. I'm yeah. using it. For and, like two- and the one reason we, we had used it is, is we I started talking to, to and we, we'll bring her on the show, you know, sometime soon as one name's Debbie, that they're kind of they're based out of Disneyland. And they're looking to break it more into Disney World. And I was like, OK, you know, we don't want to recommend anything we don't personally like and try ourselves. So she sent us a bag. And um, she actually sent it to us when we were staying at Residence Inn. So I can tell you the Residence Inn, they do a really good job of uh, accepting mail for you with no problem. <laughs> uh, but Jamie tried it out and, you know, legitimately was just like, hey, let me know if you like it. And if you don't like it, then let me know. And she came back and she was like, I really like it. It's comfortable. Yeah. Uh, it's got the padded straps, which is something a lot of the bags don't have. And, um, yeah, I mean, everything, we it's got, you know, quality made the zippers are good all that stuff like that so it's just a good bag and they've got a lot of styles 
and they're going to come out with even more styles here soon. Yes. Uh, but um, I know they're going to work on, there's also a, a bag for men that is coming out that I'm excited oh, nice. about. Uh, she was talking to me about that. So I may be trying one out and let you know how the guy's version of the bag is as well. Oh, I love that. Uh, but yeah, there's going to do some plaid styles for like Christmas and holidays and things like that. And some maybe Harry Potter ones as well. So again, we really love it. And they have also uh, given you guys a deal here. So if you go to, and we'll put the links in, in the show notes, but designerparkco.com, use the promo code CTM10. You'll save 10% off of your order. And... Um, Get a great bag, and again, they're a, they're a small business. It's it's a it's a you know uh, Debbie and her husband that run it, and they they basically designed the bags just out of a need of what she felt. You know, she liked the lounge flies, but she felt they were too small, and she mm-hmm. just kind of came up with her own bag system this way. And it's really good, and it's you know we love supporting small businesses, and it's a quality product, and I just think it's a win win. So again, yeah. go to designerparkco.com and use the promo code CTM, and it'll save you ten percent, and uh, they will ship you a fantastic bag. So absolutely go and check them out. So, all right, well, let's talk about residence in. Okay. I didn't roll my R that time. I kept it professional. <laughs> okay. Thanks but, a lot. Um, yeah. So uh, residence in, obviously you may have heard of residence in. So this mm-hmm. is over in Flamingo crossing, which we have talked about numerous times. This it's, has become our favorite off-site hotel area, I would say. And it's it's Winter Garden, and it's it's uh it's it's west of Disney World, basically. Yeah, and I mean it's, it's like right on the line. I mean it's it's a ten minute drive, and you're on Disney property. Yep. I mean technically this is Disney property because Disney owns this area, I believe now. Do I think they own it? They yes, do they it. started. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not. It, you'll see the signs that you're leaving Disney World when you're leaving it, but I'm pretty sure because this is also where. The uh, student housing for the college program is set up now. And there's mm-hmm. it's a it's a growing area. There's a lot of stuff over here which we will talk about in a moment. But Residence Inn is one of the newer hotels over there. A lot uh, of cast members, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and if you want to hear some other reviews, we will. Um, we've done a few of them on um, Home Two Suites and Homewood Suites and all those. So this is Town Place, yeah, Spring so Hill. Mm-hmm. This whole area we love, but Residence Inn is the newest one that's been built and we stayed there. This one kind of it kind of reminds me of Grand Floridian the way it looks. A little bit. It's, it's got that kind of white with like a little bit of red yeah, roof. So mm-hmm. um all right, well what is uh what is Residence Inn, Jamie? <laughs> well, it's a studio and suite hotel. Um, and it's and it's right on the edge. Like so if you go into Flamingo Crossing area, the the uh, hotel options kind of make a U, if you will. Like in the center is like Target and Five Guys. There's a Starbucks, I think. Mm-hmm. And there's like a couple other things that will be coming in like the lots of shopping in the center but the hotel is kind of like surrounded in a semicircle and uh like jared was saying there's town place there's spring hill there's home Two, there's homewood um the uh i think the newest one is fairfield in and then residence and opened earlier this year and residence in uh, we decided we wanted to stay here because of the suites because they have the, again, they have the studios, but they also have the one-bedroom, two-bedroom suites. And that really appeals to us as, because our son is a crazy sleeper. <laughs> well, having two small kids, it's kind of nice to be able well, to. It, yeah. You know, I will say, talking about your poll time, one mm-hmm. advantage to staying off property is you can get more room, literally, for your money. Yeah. So, whereas, um, we'll talk about the price here, but we were able to, you know, it, it's a one-bedroom. Sweet. 
suite where you mm-hmm. can, you know, that way if you're in a studio, it's like when the kids go to bed at 8.30, you're going to bed so too. You. <laughs> you're in a room, or at least in a dark room, which is this way you can lay the kids down and still, you know, hang out in the room, you know, mm-hmm. relax, whatever. So you don't have to necessarily just be sitting in the dark as right. the kids go to bed. And so we did a one bedroom suite and we got two queens in the bedroom and it ha- comes with a full kitchen, which is very nice. Lots mm-hmm. of cabinet spaces, uh, has a, a dishwasher, full size fridge, stovetop, no oven. doesn't have an oven. But does have a stovetop. Most top. of these will, that have a kitchen in there will not have an oven, but they yeah. have everything else. Stovetop, uh, there's a toaster, there's even, I think there's a coffee maker, which I didn't use. I've been doing iced coffee, so I did not use it as well. Well, okay. Um, and it's about 600 square feet is the whole suite, mm-hmm. which I feel like is a decent size. I, mean, I for, felt like that's, it, a, that's a pretty big room. I felt like it was plenty of room. Yeah. yeah. Um, it has a separate living room. Uh, it comes internet and, and uh, has TV in the living room and the bedroom. Um, it's a nice little setup. So there is a high top table in the kitchen, which was okay for our kids it's a little iffy because climbing up and down our daughter is fine our son wants to climb everything it was a little bit of yeah like watch him but it was it was nice i mean to have a a table like that in there that you could use yeah um and i i had misunderstood i thought that the couch was a pullout and it is not it did not pull out so it was just a one-bedroom suite that slept four the two queens. Which I, I assumed that bed would have pulled out into a couch, but yeah, right. it did not. So it didn't. That's okay. It was kind of an L-shaped couch, and it was it was a good size, and there's like a desk in the living room and, and the TV and a chair. Um, so and our room overlooked the pool, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the bedroom, the two queen beds, the TV was flush against the wall, so there was like no storage really under the TV like you would normally see in a hotel room. Yeah. But it was over near the bathroom. There was a giant area, which I'm assuming you just put your suitcase on, because that's what I did, with like shelves and like a mirror, like right in front of it, and and drawers underneath it. I'm not really sure what this area it was. was. And this was in the bedroom area. This is in the be bedroom. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I guess it would be you put a luggage there. Maybe it's like a someone I, I think we were doing a live stream of it. It was like it could be like a, a makeup area to get a get but, ready area. But you'd have to sit on top. I see. I don't think so. I think that's was like changing your clothes and like your suitcases there and all your clothes are in the drawer. Like that's what I think it was for. Yeah, I mean it was a good spot to put your suitcases and stuff. I yeah. think that's for sure what it was. The mirror, I think, is maybe what kind of confused us. We weren't really sure what it was for, but it was a nice area to put your suitcases because you oh, I liked it just fine. You didn't have to put them in the floor. You can just yeah. put them right there. And they had shelves underneath it as well. So you kind of just put all your... You didn't have to unpack. Because I don't know who does this, but like we don't unpack our suitcases. Typically new. Yeah. Um, so I think it was... I don't think most people do. Uh, maybe some people do. I don't know. But <laughs> um, but it was nice because you just keep all your stuff there. You didn't have to like have it strung out all over the floor and everything of, of that nature. Mm-hmm. And so you go through that. And then on the other side of the drawers and the and the... The luggage space is the closet, which is a good size. It mm-hmm. was fine. And then you keep going, and then there you have the bathroom. Now, this is the only bathroom in the suite. So if you are in the living room, you have to go through the bedroom to get to it, but it's not a big deal. Um, and so the bathroom, I thought the bathroom was really nice. The shower was confusing. Well, I was going to talk about the shower. Yeah. Okay. It was a nice shower, and it was it was glass. And, you, I mean, you can see right through it. It was not a curtain. It was just an open shower. The, there was no door so it looked that i will say the bathroom looked great yeah it had double sinks uh plenty of room it was big 
the shower looked beautiful, really. Yeah. And like Jamie said, it wasn't sliding. It had it, it had just a full length glass there, and then it had at the end of it was I don't know how wide it was three feet wide. I mean, Four, enough so to whatever. step enough in. Enough to obviously get into the shower, and the nice part of that's where you turn the water on and things like that and get in. So, th- but it didn't close. Now, yeah. For me personally, when I get into a shower, I like everything to like close up around me. Like when, you know, if it's like a shower curtain, I like to seal up the curtain around me, like to be in the shower. Um, It wasn't bad and it worked, but I will say it was weird because it just, you would get like a lot of like if the AC was on, it was like the cold air would come in there and you would splash water outside pretty easily as well. So that it was, it was, it looked really pretty in execution. It wasn't. I would have preferred a sliding door there. So I, I know what they're going for. I mean, like, this is like a, a very, like, popular kind of shower setup. Right. Like, for, like, my parents had one at their old I house. Remember that, yeah. remember that? Mm-hmm. There was no door, but it was just a setup like that. Um, you're right. The water was able to get out too easily. It was it got cold. The only thing I did like was the faucet was right when you walked in. Yes. But the nozzle was on the other side, so you didn't have to, like... Get yeah. your arm wet or whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that was fine. And they had but, plenty of hooks. And yeah. The only thing I will say, great. the the hot water in this was a little, when like you were in the shower, it would be, and I'm sure it's because other people were using it, but like it would be, you'd be fine. And then all of a sudden it would get like cold. Mm, you'd have to keep yeah. adjusting it in a shower, uh, which I'm assuming there was just, they probably just didn't get water heaters that had a huge tank would be my guess but um, that's just something to keep in mind because you'd get in there and maybe have to turn it all the way you know you have to turn it up to get it warm and then all of a sudden it would just turn into scolding kind of really quick and be like oh so you gotta adjust it so that's the only thing I would say to look out for is the water temperature in there was a little uh, inconsistent at times yes yes um, what else about the room I mean that's basically it they yeah, have plenty mean, of outlets plenty of USB ports yeah. Um, so that was that was really nice. And uh, honestly, when you have a new hotel that opens, I kind of expect that now. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we're yeah. we're in twenty twenty two. You know, this you know is I mean? this is true. Um, it <laughs> it was clean is another thing too. I will say about it the was room. clean. It was clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beds I felt were comfortable. They were. I didn't were. think the beds were uncomfortable. Um, they kind of had those pillows that turned into taco pillows, I call them, where they just kind of like your head you always those. falls into the bottom. But beds were comfortable, no complaints or anything like that uh, in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, we can talk about the amenities. Okay. What they came with. So one thing about um, as most, I don't know if all, but most of the hotels in this area, it does come with a breakfast. Free. A free breakfast. Yes. Uh, and in these, and I know Homewood and Home 2 Suites and all these have the same thing, but they have the mickey waffle makers where you can make your own waffles sure. uh which they do use the same mix at all of these hotels that they use at disney world uh-huh. uh which is the golden malt waffle mix mm-hmm. uh the only thing i will say about this setup is you know you make your own and sometimes with the general public um people using uh waffle makers can be entertaining slash perhaps frustrating for you it depends on who you are <laughs> um but that's always kind of Something to keep an eye on, but they had the waffles you can make. Um, and then they had your tip, you know, you could get oatmeal and cereals and fruits, and they did have eggs and sausage and biscuits. Uh, you know, they had a lot to choose from uh, in terms of, and, and all these breakfast areas in this area are kind of all the same. They kind of have all the same stuff. Uh-huh. Um, the eggs were like powdered eggs, they but were powdered they eggs. were fine. I mean, I ate them. <laughs> <laughs> They're eggs. Uh, yeah. You know, the sausage, like, 
you know, yogurt, things like that way. So, I mean, it's a yes, nice... It's a continental um, breakfast with uh, with some eggs and sausage. Yeah, basically. it's not the... I mean, it's not the most amazing breakfast you've ever had, but it's free. And especially if you're, you know, you got a family on vacation, that'll save you some money not having mm-hmm. to, you know, go buy yeah. breakfast in the mornings. Uh, they also have coffee down here, which you can yeah. uh, use as well. Um, in terms of minis, why they did have a bar down there uh-huh. that would go in the evenings. Um, I, we didn't partake in it, but I know they had no. that. So you could go down there and have a drink at the bar. They had a workout facility. I didn't. We just walked by it a couple times and there was like, it was decent. I mean, I peeked my head in. It's, it's a pretty, I mean, all these, it's a pretty decent hotel gym. I mean, yeah. you know, the Dumbo's one was about 50, had, you know, mostly cardio equipment in there. So if you're, you know, if you want to work out, it, it's got some stuff in there for you to, to work up a good sweat. But they do have crazy. They do have a pool, pool bar, restaurant like area. Oh, it wasn't open when we went to the pool, um, but I mean that is available. And speaking of the pool, I was going to say, what do you think of the pool? <laughs> it was it was interesting. It was it was like a a four leaf clover. Yeah, it had like four entrances into the pool. Yeah, walk. Yeah, it was all the same level. Like there was really like wasn't much to it. It was fine. There were some seating areas with like a fire pit that was that was kind of nice. Yeah, that's all. Um, nice. So it'd be a cool place to like hang out for sure. Um, but we just we just didn't have a chance to do it because we were busy doing other things. So um, let's see what else. Oh, I do want to mention these are one of the hotels in the this whole group of hotels that have the Disney World 50th anniversary beacons of magic on the the elevator doors. Yes. Which our kids love because when they see it, they're like, because oh, they recognize it, you know, especially even our son who, you know, that doesn't really notice that kind of stuff a lot. He sees it and he's, he like freaks out. So. Mm-hmm. He so. Was, yeah. He was always big on that when they would, our daughter wanted to go down certain ones each yeah. time. So they do have those. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the, and parking is free at this resort. Um, they do allow pets. So if you do have a pet, they do allow pets. Um, there is a pet fee. Um, Let's see. It's two hundred fifty dollars for the pet fee, by the way. Um, yeah, and I mean, there's not a lot to this resort, but they did have there. There's some outdoor. They have some grills you could use in the outdoor grills, area. Yeah. Uh, there's a like I said, the bar they had. I believe. Um, I'm trying to think what the name of that place, but there was a there was a lobby bar, and then there's the Feather Stones. That's the poolside. That's bar the poolside bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, tropical drinks, hot food items. Um, so yeah, so you can sit out there and get those. Uh, the lobby was very, I mean, it's, it's got like a fireplace in there. I think it's almost very, very similarly laid out to like, um, Homewood Suites. It's in the same area. So it's kind of a very modern looking lobby, a lot of seating, especially for breakfast. There's plenty of places to sit. So you don't, I, I didn't see any issues with not having room to sit down and stuff like that when you're in there. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, in terms of like a, of a hotel, it's, it's pretty standard, uh, in this price range, I would say, um, the price range. Would you like to know the price range? <laughs> yes, I would say. What is the price range, Jamie? So we stayed um, over Memorial Day weekend in the one bedroom, two queen, and we. I think our rate was one ninety nine mm-hmm. a night. Um, that doesn't include tax, but I think all in it came to like six forty or something with with tax and stuff. So and there's no resort fee here either. So it's just. It's just the tax that's added on to that. So having no resort fee, having no parking fee is so nice. Yes. Because there are so many hotels, especially around Disney Springs area, that have the resort fee still and, and have the parking fees and other fees. Mm-hmm. So it's it's nice to stay at a hotel that doesn't have all that 
you know, included. So yeah, no, I, I feel like one ninety nine is a great price for this. I think given yeah, I think where it's at, everything you get with it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's because it was a holiday weekend. It was it would probably be less if it wasn't a holiday weekend. You know what I mean? So. Oh, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it. I have no complaints about this place at all. I just like, I don't know what it is. I just like coming to Flamingo Crossing. Like, like yeah, I'm at Disney, you know, quote unquote Disney, kind of. But like, it feels so much more quiet. It's not super loud. It, it is true. Like, no. It depends on where you stay. But it's there. It's a good, to me, it's the best offsite area. At, uh, around Disney World. I think it's better than Disney Springs area, personally. You do? I, well, one reason I like this area is the what is building up around it, which is right now they do have a Target you can go to that has food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also have, a, a if you want an, some adult beverages, uh, they have a whole liquor uh, store in there as well. So, and this is a, it's a small Target. It's just meant to service that little area. Yeah. But, you know, you've got, if you want to save some money and you've got a family or whatever here, You've got the full kitchen. You can go get some food at Target. You can get your drinks over there. Like you can save quite a bit of money by just getting food there. There's also restaurants in that area. There's more coming as well. There's a lot of stuff being built up in this area. So it's one of those where it's 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 the closest thing. Like it's off property, but it's adjacent to Disney, very close. There's a mm-hmm. lot of food in the area. It doesn't take you 20 or 30 minutes to get to Disney. Was if you're going to go to the parks, it takes you maybe a 10 minute drive to get the most things. Mm-hmm. So that's not bad. The price potential price savings is quite a bit. So I'm I'm a big fan of this area, and I did like Residence Inn. Uh, where would you? I guess since we've said it most, we've said it all but Fairfield. All but Fairfield. Where would you put Residence Inn compared to like? I believe we both agree. The uh, you know I guess we'll find out if we beat it. But Homewood Suites has been our favorite one in uh-huh. this area up until this point. Where would you put Residence Inn compared to the other ones we've stayed at in Flamingo Crossing? Well, um, Spring Hill and Town Place are my least favorite. I would agree. Um, for reasons that we've said already in the in the podcast, I won't go over them. But they those are my least favorite. I would say, I would say home. I like the outdoor space at Homewood. Do you remember it? It's I got do. The seating I out do. there. I do. Um, the Homewood's got the the cool slide. At mm-hmm. the pool, mm-hmm. um, a lot of outdoor areas. It does share space with Home Two, so Home Two and, and Homewood, I would say, are are kind of. I kind of view them tied. almost the same thing. They're like sisters. They're very close. Yeah, I mean, they're. I believe they're owned by the same chain. Oh yeah. So it's they're just right there next to each other. Yeah, I would say residence would be after those two. Okay. But home two, home two, I remember it was a very long room. Remember how long it was? Yes. Lots of space in that one. So I did like that part. Um, but Homewood, I like the layout of Homewood a little bit better. I don't remember exactly why. I'd have to go, have to go I back and I feel like it pictures, was a little a little bigger. It felt a little bigger. Um, and now, I mean, I would agree with you. I think Residence in Homewood and Home Two Suites are the top three that we've stayed at in this area thus far. They're very similar in how the rooms are. They're very long, but they have mm-hmm. plenty of space. Uh, I, I think Homewood does have a little bit better outdoor area. They do have a lot more seating and potential, like a lot more grills. They've got some of the cool fire pits you can set around out there. So in that, say, I would say probably Homewood maybe a little up there. But if you were telling me, you know, we we're going to come stay here and, and we wanted to stay at Homewood, you're like, oh, we can go state residence in. I would be fine with that. I wouldn't be upset at all staying here. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a fair place to put it. The, again, they're all very similar. 
there's nothing. The only thing I, I would say about this area is that you know I wish one of these maybe would do something that would make themselves stand out a little bit more because they all kind of offer very similar. They all have breakfast. They all have, I believe they all have a bar. Um, and we have had, I have had the food. I think we technically said home too, but home too and Homewoods share like the same outdoor uh, bar area. We've had mm-hmm. food at there and it, it's solid, good food, um, you know, get drinks there. So I think they probably all offer a very similar thing. There's nothing in the amenities or rooms that really stick out. It just comes down to some little things here and there. So I would say for sure those three residents in is in there in the top three for me. I mean, I, it, it definitely is one I enjoyed. I like staying here. Uh, I, I think I thought it was great. And I, I think again, for the price and how close you are to everything. Yeah. It's hard to really like it. So, and the outside of it is pretty. I mean, it does have kind of a cool look to it. Uh, parking wasn't an issue here. Sometimes I will say at Homewood and home two suites, parking can be an issue. Let's say you stay at the parks till late and you come in, it can be hard to find a parking spot. We didn't have that issue over here at Residence Mm-mm, Inn. No. Now, I don't know if that's a normal, but again, it was a holiday weekend and we never had a problem finding a parking spot. No, we didn't. No. So that that's a plus, but that could be dependent upon, you know, a lot of different factors. But And as this area grows, I'm sure it's going to be a lot harder to to find availability in these rooms. Just because it is, it is springing up, more things are coming, it's going to be a lot more popular. It definitely was like our little secret area for a little bit. That's definitely not, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much of a secret it was, but it, it was one where it's definitely becoming more popular. It's definitely, mm-hmm. the more, every time we go here now, you know, it definitely is busier than it was before. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, okay, so what would you, oh, because there's anything else you want to mention about Residence Inn? you know where you compare it to the other ones anything like that uh i mean like what i've already said i mean it's like like third on the list i guess um i enjoyed our stay i yes i would stay here again i do want to check out fairfield inn because we haven't stayed there yet and it is a little bit newer um but uh homewood and home two are still my my faves yeah what would you give this like one to ten just to give it a rating just for like what it offers and like what it is i would say gosh i don't know when eight i was thinking like a solid eight yeah, yeah like i agree there's I mean, there's no frills there's nothing that, what it is. i'll put it this way there's nothing about it that i didn't like there was nothing that stuck yeah. out to me of like i don't like that like everything yeah. was what i was expecting i don't you're not going to go wrong at all between residence in home one suites and home two suites no you know even the other ones we've stayed at we just didn't prefer those as much as these so right uh yeah That's it. So. yep yeah, got no sound. Enjoyed it, liked it. I think you would like it as well. So, yep. get it gets our it gets our seal of approval. Alrighty. There we go. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that will do it for our residence in review. Um, I guess before we go, just want to mention if you would like some fantastic apparel when you're going to the theme parks, you should check out C Team Apparel because we make our own shirts and we hand make them actually well not the shirt part but we print them in house we don't actually like sew the shirts together but we do print them in house and ship them out to you so we got some new shirt designs we do have the new cosmic rewind guardians of the galaxy shirt uh we've got some uh, i'm actually wearing one right now if you're looking at the video version we have some harry potter shirts we're going to be releasing very soon which Um, i am super excited about yeah so we have a hagrid's uh this one's kind of themed after a uh, motorcycle uh, club, if you will. And then we're going to have also an Ollivander's wand shirt. And I believe another one as well. So that one will be releasing next week. But right now you can get 
uh, the Cosmic Rewind, you can get the I Declare Bankruptcy, uh, Help Me, I'm Poor. We got some new ones coming to the shop a bunch because we've got a whole bunch of new designs coming. But again, you can save 10% on any shirt right now. Go to ctmshirts.com and use the promo code COSMIC, and that'll save you 10%. And uh, that'll be on any shirt, not just the Cosmic Rewind, but any shirt. And uh, those, we're, we've got our turnaround times anywhere between three to five days at this point. And we make them and we ship them out directly to you. So you can check those out. So cteamshirts.com. And of course, if you'd like even more content from us, you can check out the other shows we have on the network. We have the CTM Universal show. We're talking about Universal Studios. That's on its own feed and this one as well. We also have Trip Tales, which is Jamie's trip report show. And that is twice a month. And that's just somebody that went on a trip and Jamie interviews him and talks to him about the trip. So it's a great resource if you got a trip planned because you're hearing uh, a lot of information from someone like firsthand about how they went about it. And some of those, in, you know, some of those episodes are long, so they're very in-depth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're very long. <laughs> yeah. So if uh, if you need a resource help you plan a trip, that's a good one there. And that's all you catch on this feed. If you want to be on Trip Tales, you can go to ctmtriptales.com. And there's a form there that says be on Trip Tales. And you can fill it out. And if Jamie likes your trip, then she'll choose you. Pretty much. I think. That's all. I, she handles all of that. So I have no <laughs> idea what goes on over there. But do that. Uh, and then if you want even, well, of course we have outside the bubble, excuse me. That's uh, our newest show on the network, which is where we cover things outside of the Disney world and universal studios bubble. So we just had an episode come out on Monday where we talked about our experience going over to Peppa Pig park mm-hmm. over in Legoland, which yeah. we had a really good time. So if you're looking, uh, to do that, yeah, go check that out and what we thought about that. And we'll be doing those episodes once a month. So we've had two there so far. And we'll be doing some more stuff like SeaWorld and some other things outside of uh, of Disney, especially. So yes. check that out on this feed. And if you want even more content, uh, you can check out Club 32, which is our private group where uh, we kind of make a deal with you. You want more content and you in return help us to, you know, fund this operation, help you continue to grow, keep the lights on, all that stuff like that. And in return, you get a lot of, a lot of more extra content. You get things like the Club 32 show, which we will be recording on Saturday and that's our long-form monthly show where we do a live stream. We chat with everybody. We answer questions. Uh, and that's where we'll also do like our Kenobi review. Um, it's kind of a catch-all monthly show where we'll, if there's something, you know, show reviews, movie reviews, whatever, we'll do it inside of there. So that's that'll be this Saturday. We also have Club 32, our Cool Kids Kitchen, where we cook a Disney dish, which we did last week. And we made the Black Calf Cold Brew and uh, the gingerbread cookies from... Uh, Where's it from again? The caramel gingerbread sandwich. Cookie sandwich from uh, Caramel Couché. Yes, over in Germany and Epcot. Uh, We also have, and we have Club 32 Speakeasy, where I just go live on the the back porch and hang out and talk with everybody. We have a private podcast feed where we have music loops and all the shows are on there as well. Uh, we, you get 20% off of C team apparel and 1901 candle company candles as well. And a Facebook group and a discord as well. And it's an awesome group. We have a lot of fun and we, we, you know, there's a lot of inside jokes in there, all that good stuff. So again, if you want to join there, you can go to ctmvip.com and you can do monthly or yearly options. If you use a yearly option, you get a free t-shirt. If you do monthly, uh, you can also do a free trial to try it out there. So, and, uh, and we do some behind the scenes stuff in there and, you know, we get a little bit more personal in there. You can hang, you know, intimate maybe i don't even know anyways uh ctmvip.com though is where you go for that so all right well i think that'll do it for the show so uh thank you everybody for listening and or watching and thank you jamie for joining thank you i know it's rare that you do but (laughs) uh and as jamie always likes to say 
We will see you in the parks. Bye.